This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. You know what it is. It is a women of wager team at Wednesday, so let's bring in the constable. Here to lay down the law. Very grateful to you, constable. Thank you, constable. With her favorite picks for today. Miss Clark, she fires and goes! It's Kate Constable. And may the Schwartz be with you. Here we go. She is host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Always does a fine job with filling in on this show as well. It is our friend Kate Constable. Kate, good morning to you. I'll ask you a question I'm sure you've been asked a million times. Do you have any New Year's resolutions? Well, I'm going to, um, good morning, first of all. Uh, I'm going to piggyback off of kind of what Chelsea said with the mindless scrolling. And uh, my resolution is to not look at my phone for like 20 minutes after I wake up to do something else. So this morning Uh-oh. I did a little Sudoku. I love Sudokus actually. Uh, so I did 20 minutes of Sudoku and it's a, a probably a little bit better way to wake up than having like, you know, some lights just beaming into my eyes first thing <laughs> in the morning. So that's my uh, resolution so far. We are, um, I guess I didn't do it yesterday cause I was filling in on the show. So it was an extra early morning. Um, and I didn't do it. <laughs> Resolution's not off to a good start. I didn't do it on New Year's Day either because I woke up at like oh, eleven. So Nailed it. Like, I mean, at that point, I'm up and I'm not using. I'm like, I'm ready to start my day. But today is the first day of like back to my normal routine, and so I did it today. Good start. We're one for one. Nice. <laughs> one for one on the third of January. Nice job, Kate. This is like me Thank trying you. to Thank say, you. oh, well, I'm gonna eat healthier starting tomorrow and then the day rolls around you're like well one little dessert's not really gonna put me too far off the mark right diet starts right. the next I mean, day um every diet starts monday every week right that's how it is oh yeah <laughs> you got the whole year the whole year because here's the thing even if you don't do it correctly every single day of the year at least if you're doing it like most of the year that's better than nothing like you're looking for yes. progress and i think people forget that uh, let's look at yeah. some NBA plays because I don't have any that I like today. So maybe you can point us in the right direction. Let's start with this Clippers and Suns game. Clippers are a good squad. Uh, they've been surprisingly good, but you know, when their stars play, one would think. So what's the read here on Clippers matching up with the Suns? Yeah, I think the Clippers right now are just a much, much better team than Phoenix. So even with uh, LA being on the road, I'm going to lay the three and a half. Clippers are better on both sides of the ball. The Suns, they don't have the defense to shut down 
uh, the multiple offensive threats that LA has. I mean, LA has six double digit scorers on their roster right now. Kevin Durant is still out in this game. And I mean, that's going to be huge in a game like this where the Clippers defense is so good and you need those players that can, you know, kind of score at will like KD can. So it's left to Devin Booker. Bradley Beal has not been all that impressive in the few games he's been in. So I just think that uh, this is a Clippers squad that's much more talented and, and, playing better right now. I know the Suns have won a couple in a row, but they haven't exactly beaten any um, of the, you know, big gauntlet teams in the NBA. The win over the Magic was was decent, but nothing uh, too special. And let's not forget that the Suns knocked the Clippers out of the playoffs last year. So Clippers looking to get a little revenge tonight. I'm going to lay the three and a half on the road. We are talking with Kate Constable. She is host of The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Find her on Twitter and TikTok as well. Okay. I have a play on this next game, so I am curious as to where you are going. Helicans at the Timberwolves. What do you think, Kate? I'm going with the Wolves. I'm going to lay the points again here. Another favorite. Minus six and a half. This is kind of a big number with how well the Pelicans have been playing lately because they've won a bunch of games uh, and have been playing really well. But New Orleans is on a back-to-back after beating the Nets last night. And this is kind of like a little bit of a funky spot for the Pelicans because this is just a one-game road trip. Like they, They were in New Orleans last night, fly up to Minnesota, play Minnesota today, then fly back to have the Clippers in two nights. So kind of a funky spot. Wolves have the rest advantage. Um, and they're coming off of a loss to the Knicks, too. So Minnesota's off of a loss and off of losses this season. Minnesota's been really good. They've covered in half. But I mean, they've won seven in every game after a loss this season. One. And the Pelicans beat Minnesota last time out. So a win here would, you know, a little revenge, but also give Minnesota the 3-1 series lead on the year because this is the uh, the final game of this series. So I'm taking Minnesota, who's just been really, really good at home. Um, I think they can cover this six and a half. All right. Next up, we are going to the Nets and the Rockets. I'm interested to hear what your take is here, because when you were hosting the show yesterday, we talked about the Nets a bit. It seems like a team that usually will keep it within try with some of the better teams in the NBA, but lately they have not been covering numbers. One cover, I believe in their last 10 games so are you going with the Nets here? Or are you going with the big home favorites in the Rockets? Yeah, it is concerning that the Nets have not been covering lately, but I don't like to just, you know, uh, place my handicapping solely off of numbers, even though that is, you know, a pretty telling trend. But I am taking the Nets plus the points tonight. I know Brooklyn is off of a back-to-back. They had a terrible loss against the Pelicans last night. Shot just 25% from deep. That's a little uncharacteristic for them. Uh, but the Nets have actually been really good in the rest disadvantage spot. They're 4-2-1. and one. That's the second second or third best mark in the league and the Rockets. I mean, yes, they've been winning games and they've been great at home, but they're not the same team without Dylan Brooks. The only team that they've beat since Brooks has been out of the lineup is the Pistons, which really is not impressive at all. Brooks is expected to be out of the lineup at least until January 5th. So I think this is a spot where Brooklyn can kind of um, play a lot better than last night. I mean, obviously they're going to be looking to kind of avenge that performance uh, and keep this one within six to the Rockets. So I'm going to take the points. I think it's just a little too high. Kate, I asked this question to Chelsea earlier. There's no real right answer, but right now you've got Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid right now co-favorites at plus 250 to win the MVP. 
if you had to pick one, is there a player that you would pick or would you wait to maybe get better value somewhere? I mean, I would wait to get a little bit more, a little bit better value, but I do think Embiid is probably my MVP right now. I mean, what this, uh, mm-hmm. what this guy is doing is pretty impressive. The numbers he put up, I, I believe he had a triple double last night against the bulls. Um, if not, it was extremely close mm-hmm. to that. Uh, I mean, he is carrying the Sixers, which is says a lot because the Sixers are a good team and they have a lot of other really good options. Uh, I, I think like the way Joel Embiid is playing right now is MVP worthy versus kind of how he won the award last year. Like he won the award last year because there was some fatigue around Nikola Jokic. Like this year, he's actually playing at this MVP level and teams just cannot slow him down. Uh, I know uh, Jokic's numbers are always going to be up there. I mean, he's average, basically averaging a triple-double as well. So you could make a very good case for him. But I don't think we've seen this level of play yet from Joel Embiid, which is kind of what tips me over the edge of, of wanting to call him my MVP at this point of the season. Obviously, a lot can change, which is why I might just hold off and wait to see You know, if maybe Jokic plays even better and Embiid's hot streak slows down a little bit. You're going to get an, a, a better, better a better number on Embiid. Um, But yeah, he would be my MVP for right now. General handicapping question when it comes to the NBA, because in general, I think most people stay away from back-to-backs if a team is playing off a back-to-back. But we have a curious situation tonight. Oklahoma City short favorites on the road at the Hawks. And I know this is not a game that's like on your list of games to bet. So feel free to, you know, talk about this vaguely. But is it a no-no to take a team coming off a back-to-back across the board? Are there, or are there certain situations where you say, okay, they're coming off a back-to-back, but it's a young team. They're probably not going to rest starters. Are there any qualifiers there? Or is it simply, I am not playing a team coming off a back-to-back? No, I think there are certainly situations where you actually, where I kind of like look to play teams on a back-to-back knowing that they are good in those spots. And a lot of times it is the younger team. This line, I was looking at this game earlier this morning, and this is just an odd line to me because Oklahoma City Thunder, yes, they're on a back-to-back. They had to travel a huge win over Boston last night. Like you think maybe a little bit of a letdown spot. But on a rest disadvantage, the Thunder are 5-0 and against the spread this year. Like, they don't slow Ooh. down on back-to-backs. Like, they're very good in these spots. Um, and this Hawks defense is terrible. With, with the amount of scoring uh, that the Thunder have on that roster, they should be able to beat the Hawks fairly easily in this spot. The line is just fishy to me because I would almost think that this should mo- be more like Thunder minus three, something like that. Um, so I'm staying off this game just because it, it is a little strange. I almost lean towards Atlanta just because I feel like that's kind of where the line is pointing us to. Um, but the, yeah, I, I mean, the Thunder, they're a team that if you want to look to play teams uh, that are on a back to back, I think the Thunder are one that you could pretty consistently play as long as the line isn't uh, fishy like this. It's a little weird. <laughs> She is Kate Constable. You can check her out as host to The Better Angle each Saturday from 4 to 7 in the East. Follow her on Twitter and TikTok. And Kate, good luck on the New Year's resolution and playing Sudoku without looking at your phone. One day down, only a little more than 300 to go. You got this. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. I'll keep you posted on how things go. Yeah, absolutely. I like how Kate was like, now, two days ago, I had to do this. I mean, and then yesterday... I look at my phone, but today is the day, but I can relate to that because Catherine, the lovely Catherine is doing a dry January 
We'll see uh, if she can pull it off. I know. Uh, I know. So while I was working on the show yesterday, while I was waiting to board, and she was sitting next to me, and I'm typing feverishly trying to get everything ready, and she's drinking a mimosa, and she's like, this is it. This is the last one right here. And then she got on the plane. She's like, ah, you know, I'll have one more. This is the last day. So then she was like, okay, now I'm really done. So we'll see how long she is able to hold off. It's been, what, the day just started. She's probably just now getting up. So this is day one for her, just like it was day one for Kate. I feel like it's like that for most people. You take a couple days because of New Year's and everything, then you get settled in, you lock in, and you say, okay, I'm ready to go. So I actually started my resolutions a few days before the new year. So that way I wouldn't seem like there was like a cutoff period. I'm like, no, I'm already doing it. But we'll see how it goes. Although if you are doing a dry January, I feel like the best thing is to go to New Orleans the few days before and get really drunk because there is nothing oh. that makes you swear off drinking more than a massive hangover. So maybe the time is to do it oh. now. I'm personally not a fan of things that are very all or nothing. Because like I was telling Kate, even if she doesn't do this every single day of the mm -hmm. year, if you do it most days of the year, isn't that some kind of progress? That's what I don't like about the New Year's resolutions. They're like, I'm going to do yeah. this every day. I'm not going to have any sugar, any alcohol. It just feels like you're setting yourself up to fail. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's a really good point. And you're absolutely right about New Orleans and tying one on because – Imagine being good on New Year's Eve and the day of the Sugar Bowl. And I was, I, I had drinks, but I was like, oh, I'm going to be good. I'm not going to do that again. Not for a long time. So that definitely set the stage. But I think that's a good point. I think maybe moderation in whatever you're looking to do, maybe more moderation mm -hmm. is the way to go because cold turkey can really be tough. That's going to be tough for her. We'll see if she can do it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing that. That's all her. <laughs> For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.